0: All right, Neil, I am bought into the fact that I need to use AI for my business. What are the next steps? Well, listening to this podcast episode, where we talk all about how humans together with AI can unleash the power of AI marketing, that's the topic for this next episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast
1: digital, social media, content influencer, marketing, blogging, podcasting, vlogging, TikToking, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SEO, SEM, PPC, email marketing. Whew. There's a lot to cover. Whether you're a marketing professional, entrepreneur, or business owner, you need someone you can rely on for expert advice. Good thing you've got Neil on your side. Because Neil Schaefer is your Your digital digital marketing marketing coach. Coach. Helping you grow your business with digital-first marketing, one episode at a time. This is your digital marketing coach, and this is Neil Schaefer.
0: Hey everybody, Neil Schaefer here, your digital marketing coach, and welcome to my podcast, specifically episode number 308. This is almost a continuation of the conversation from episode number 307, where I talked about the future of AI is now, 15 takeaways from Jasper's Generative AI Conference. And in some ways, this is almost an extension of episode number 304 Chat GPT, AI, and search engines, my new perspective and advice for you. So, over the last four, five, six, seven, eight, yes, I can do the math. Over the last five episodes, this is the third episode on AI and marketing. I think that it is the newest and most important technology that will impact marketing that's come around in some time. And that's why I want to make sure that you're well equipped for the challenge. And really, from my perspective, the amazing opportunity that it provides you. This is not an AI podcast. I am your digital marketing coach. And this is a podcast that covers a broad range of issues and technologies and platforms and concepts. And when I see something pop up that I think is important, like I did with Clubhouse back in the day, or Google Plus before that, I will bring it up. I do believe that AI is a core technology that has a lot more staying power than Clubhouse or Google Plus, although they evolved into other things. So I hope that you'll stay tuned and just know, I mean, if you want to hear more of these, let me know, but you, this will be the last AI-centric episode that you'll probably hear at least in another few weeks. We'll see how this plays out. Because AI really is starting to appear in many, many things. This email newsletter, the latest one that I sent, if you're not on my newsletter, make sure you go to neilschafer.com. The latest episode I sent was actually the summaries were created using AI, using uh, not the tool we're going to be talking about today, a different tool, but I'm sure you can achieve similar results with the tool that we're going to be talking to about today. I was in YouTube uploading a new video, and that video tool that I use has a new AI title generator. I ended up using the title from that. I was in my social media dashboard. They introduced a new AI social post creator. Boom, done. It actually ended up being better content and it saved me time. And it was more creative than I could have been because now I'm basing my content on something that has access to a lot more brains than just my own. So now I have more time to go into more depth and spend more time with you here in this podcast. And spend more time on videos like the one I just uploaded to YouTube or LinkedIn. So that's really one of the messages here. But before we get to that, there's still some tactical things you need to learn. And I uh, can't know of anyone better to talk about this than today's guest, Greg Starling. Greg is director of Tailwind's Innovation Lab. Now, you might have a question mark. You're thinking, Tailwind, okay. Neil, I heard Melissa Megenson on your podcast maybe a year or two ago. Talking about Tailwind, yes, it is the tool I use every day for Pinterest. It's the tool that I use for my smart bio in my Instagram profile. It's a great tool for Pinterest, for Instagram, for Facebook. And guess what? Over the last few months, Greg, who's been in charge of their innovation lab, has rolled out a new Tailwind Ghost Rider tool. Go over. I'm going to drop an affiliate link. If you want to show your love, your support, <laughs> if I could speak normally, by the way, I speak Japanese as my first language at home. So sometimes the English comes out a little bit weird if you're wondering why sometimes you hear those slurs. That's what it is. But nevertheless, uh, Tailwind goes through it. Go to neilshafer.com slash Tailwind. I'm going to put that link into the show notes as well. It really helps me with every click. Obviously, um, it helps free up more time, just like AI will help you free up more time uh, to create more content like this. So if you find it of any value, I'd be honored if you clicked on the link and you did a free trial with Tailwind to check it out. But Tailwind Ghostwriter is what he has been developing. And I was blown away. There are already 40 different recipes or templates that it has. And I'll just go over this. Uh, Tailwind Ghostwriter, use our AI-based technology to generate natural-sounding, engaging copy in half the time. Maximize your time creating content and power through brain fog and writer's block with ideas and inspiration. There are things from general copy to Instagram captions, AI generated images, YouTube video script outline, blog, article, topic ideas, TikTok video description, Shopify product description, uh, Amazon product description, improve your content, simplify your content, blog, editor, and proofreader. It goes on and on. So today, before we get really tactical, We're gonna talk about three things that you can immediately begin to implement in your business today. Whether you use Tailwind Ghostwriter, I hope you do. I hope you at least check it out. But nevertheless, we can use AI to brainstorm ideas. We can use AI to streamline marketing processes. And we can also understand when, this is really critical, when and how to partner with AI for maximum effectiveness. Man, I, I get really excited about this because I have started almost on a daily basis now trying to figure out what are the pieces of AI that I could begin to use in my own marketing processes. And I want you to get started on that earlier rather than later. So without further ado, here is my interview with Greg Starling of Tailwind.
1: You're listening to Your Digital Marketing Coach. This is Neil Schaefer.
0: Greg Starling, welcome to the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Thanks, Neil. I appreciate you having me on. Now I'm really excited to dig in today to talk all about AI, not just AI for AI's sake, but AI in marketing. Uh, Greg, I've I've gotten to know you over there at Tailwind, one of my favorite tools for social media marketing, and you're slowly but very aggressively <laughs> bringing AI into your tool to help all of its users, which is just awesome. And in fact, of all the social media dashboards, I think Tailwind uh, has actually been the most aggressive. I think every day now I'm getting an email from another tool saying, Oh, you can, you know, create captions in our tool. Um, but I think tailwind, even though the history of this really started a few months ago has really been the most aggressive one. So congratulations on that. And, and I hear that you're the man behind it. So I can't wait to dig in. I, I guess, Greg, why don't we start by just, you know, how did you get into AI? Um, let, let let's start there. I know you've been in the space a while. I'm really curious.
2: Yeah, so I'll just super quick uh, the the real fast version of my background. So I've been in technology my my whole adult life, which now is is I'm getting old, so it's been about 25 years uh, going back to the the early days in Google. Been you know CIO and CTO at uh, various places, and uh, my last job um, I, I got to work a lot with Apple and Airbnb's uh, innovation labs. Uh, fell in love with the idea of running a lab and and some of the the funness that comes with thinking three, four years, five years ahead, as opposed to always happen to just right in front of us. And so uh, Danny uh, Maloney, the CEO of Tailwind, and I have known each other for a while. And he asked uh, if I wanted to come over and run their innovation lab. And that was a really exciting opportunity uh, for me. And so that was about four years ago. We were talking about how we could improve marketing uh, through AI. One of the biggest, we, we hear really two two things a lot from, from the people that, that use Tailwind, and that's... I don't know what to do. A lot of times they're just don't know where to start and I don't have enough time. And so we thought that AI could potentially solve um, uh, that I don't have enough time piece to an extent, some of the, I don't know what to do. And so we started looking about 18 months ago, two years ago uh, into the space and seeing what we could do to try to incorporate it. Uh, it's been a little over 12 months ago. We actually acquired a company called Replier, Replier.ai. They were mostly doing things in kind of the, space where if you got a review online, it would automatically reply um, using AI. And actually it was using GPT-3, which is kind of the underlying technology uh, with chat GPT and some of the things that everybody hears about um, to do that. So we acquired them and and the expertise behind it, um, the people who had been doing it, uh, that's been about 14 months ago. Uh, so since then we have been running, uh, you probably didn't see anything at all for about nine, 10 months while we were really trying to understand uh, but once we, we really started rolling things out, I think you you mentioned this like we're really aggressive. Uh, we've gone from basically having zero AI components uh, to having fifty different AI components in about three months, uh, maybe maybe even faster than that. And so um, that's how that's how we got into the space. We knew it was a need, um, we a particular need in the space, and so we started looking around and, and found some people that that were really good at it, and so. Uh, and now uh, we're, we're running as fast as we possibly can. That is an amazing story. So Greg, I assume since you've
0: been there four years, you were also behind like Tailwind Create.
2: I wasn't behind Tailwind Create, but I was very much involved in, in Tailwind Create. And, and we're actually incorporating a lot of AI pieces in, into that as well.
0: I was going to say, because that was very innovative to really using best practices in Pinterest design and somewhat, you know, I, I don't know how much machine learning was involved at the beginning, but I'm assuming you've added that. And that's just a really compelling product as well. It doesn't really get talked about as much as it should. But if you are looking for a social media dashboard that, that can also help you create those images without going to a Canva, I mean, there's really no one else outside of Tailwind that does that. So,
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's it does. And we actually just recently, I think in the last week or so, um, are brought in um, AI image generation uh, with Dolly um, into uh, it. And one of the nice things that we can do that you can't do at Dolly is formatting those images for... The, the right image sizes for places like pinterest which is not the square image like you might see on on some other social platforms so uh yeah we're we're actively pushing ai in, in our create tool as well
0: yeah uh there's another ai tool that uh we we just talked about and they also have an art tool but i was surprised they could only generate square images yeah it's like wait 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 i need like 1200 by 630 you know what i mean so that that's huge value right there actually
2: yeah, and it's um uh, it was it was um easy for us to implement because we'd already done all that work in advance with Create. So it was pretty straightforward. And as soon as we thought, hey, we can do that, we we jumped on it. So that's the fun thing about working where I work, is we got people that are ready to jump and do some cool stuff. As as somebody comes up with an idea, we're like, all right, let's let's figure it out. And so it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Very cool. So you mentioned this uh jumping into AI and that you've been working behind the scenes really. I think that sort of defines uh, AI in general. It's it's nothing new. It's been there, but it's really the emergence of ChatGPT just over the last three or four months that's really brought this. I mean, you know, I got home last night from this conference and, you know, my wife is like, oh, ChatGP is my best friend. So when my wife, who's not even in social media, starts talking about these things uh, related to my work, I know it's like hit the mainstream. That's right. So, you know, a year or two ago when you started working on this and my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong is that GPT-3 is still a database only up to about June 2021. It's That's not... correct, yeah. Okay. So when you started working on it, what was your original thought about how this could be used in a product like Tailwind?
2: Well, so what we wanted to try to figure out is how we could do something to make it easier for somebody to generate things like, you know, we're, we're an organic social media tool is primarily where we do. And we know people have trouble uh, coming up a lot of times with ideas. And so we thought we could use it to generate ideas. For people to to post about, but we are, could also use it to to augment their posting and and say, hey, I'm posting about you know an apple pie and and be able to to generate a, a nice tweet or Pinterest pin description or pin title uh, from what they're talking about. And So that that was kind of our original push was how can we make this really really easy for people, um, and and I think one of the things that that we've done. Uh, I love G- ChatGPT too. I, I I was on it for well over three hours last night. I, I pretty much live on it. But one thing that I think that that um, Tailwind does, and some of these other social media or these other AI companies do, that's a little um, maybe different. And and so I think sometimes people don't realize all the prompting that goes on kind of behind the scenes. And so whether it's it's Jasper or it's Tailwind or or Copy AI or a lot of these people in the AI space. What we're all pretty much querying the same back ends. Um, there's there's not a whole lot of uh differentiation that's going on. Uh we might do some different training on some models and things like that, but there's not a lot of differentiation going on with what we're doing. But what we do uh and what I think we do really, really well uh at Tailwind is prompt prompt the engine, ask the question uh to to the the AI in a way that gets uh the best possible results. So uh even if you're just putting a generic chat. We're putting a lot of things kind of in the background to make sure that query, whenever it's going through, when that question's going through to the AI, it's coming back uh, in a way that that's going to be a higher value and, and a little more what you're looking for than if you just go to kind of like a a plain naked chat GPT.
0: So two, two important things here. So first of all, chat GPT, uh, OpenAI, GPT-2.3, they, they are the developers of this this engine, the database, but they provide the API that everybody in the space is basically tapping into. That's is right. that correct? So, yes, that's right. W- so you're also chopping into ChatGPT, GPT two three, and, and so are all the other tools. And I think that's an important thing. People just think ChatGPT is only ChatGPT when, at the end of the day, you're going to get something very generic from it, as you said, uh, compared to other tools that are that are putting you know secret sauces on top of it. But right. the other important thing you talked about there was how you query, and this came up at this conference, this uh, a GenAI conference I went to yesterday which is just being able to give the right queries, the right prompts. It's almost like you're speaking a different language and that is a skill set that's going to be highly desirable to have. It's like, you know, internet literacy, understanding how to search to get the best results in the the least amount of time is still a skill that not everybody has, right? Right. Um, This concept of AI literacy now, um, and it's great to hear the talent in the background is doing all that. I'm curious if you have a any sort of loop that says, based on this user feedback, you're sort of optimizing that AI engine even further? Do you have that, you know, give three variations, choose your favorite, or copy and paste as a prompt, or whatever was used in Tailwind to publish as a a way to get feedback?
2: Yeah so we we have a couple we have a couple of flavors uh of that to to answer really specifically one is we do have the ability to analyze your blog posts your pinterest pin description especially if you're scheduling through us we can see what that is and we're using um the the natural language processing in the background the nlp models to Categorize what you sound like. So maybe you're optimistic, maybe you're adventurous, or, or what so we're looking at things like style, tone, and, and voice specifically. And so we can then put that on top of the recommendations to you in terms of what you say. So it sounds like you. Um, so that's that's one kind of piece of that uh in terms of of really trying to customize it uh back towards you. And then yeah, as as we figure out, it's not even just you as an individual, but as we find out. What specific results are performing better? Because we we can get those analytics back, uh, we can start to tailor even how how our prompts are, are structured. So we're we're kind of doing two things: we're looking at individuals and and how an individual sounds, but we're also looking at like the group as a whole and and using kind of some hive mind concepts of we know these types of of prompts are performing better than these types of prompts, so we can do a lot of A B and A B C testing. Um, and so we can, we're can we refining our prompts based off what we're seeing in a large group, but we're also refining prompts at a, at a local level based on what we're seeing an individual person do.
0: And this really jumps into something that I've been very passionate about, having run a, a marketing technology conference called the Social Tools Summit several years ago. And whenever I talk to companies like Tailwind, I always say you have the data, do something with it to make it easier for me to publish better content. Um, instead of just sitting on the data and showing these analytics screens that don't give me any actionable information. So I love the fact that with AI, you're actually taking this information and making it better, making it easier for us. And I think that's always been a missing piece. And I think it, it drives up the value of, of a tool like Tailwind even higher. So it, it's, you know, I'm sorry that it took AI to get there, but uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that's happening. I think with, with that in mind, and getting back from this conference on generative AI, you know, last night, there's just so much potential here. And I know that we're just at the very, very tip of the iceberg. And I'm, I'm sure you can share that. I'm sure a lot of our listeners, you heard you, they heard you say there's like 50 different areas that, you know, we're using it now and tail end. So I want to get into the how to for the listeners. So how, okay. how is this going to impact their marketing? How is it going to save them time? How is it going to help them be better marketers, better businesses? So why don't we, uh, I know we we brainstorm a few ideas beforehand, but these fifty areas in which Tailwind has implemented uh, AI, can you sort of give an overview as to what those what those specific pieces are? Maybe we'll start there.
2: Yeah, sure. So at a high level, we're looking at like social media. So whether that's um, Pinterest or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or TikTok, we're helping people come up with ideas on things to post about, but also helping you generate um, content, including. Um, content that you create, as well as responses that you might give back um, to people to help you stay more engaged. Uh, I know for me, that's one of my big, big uh, problems and things I wish I was better at and things I've actually started using Tailwind with personally for like my kind of personal brand is I need to engage more in the community, but I don't often have time. So this allows me to find you know the 10 or 12 posts that I'm really interested in and quickly generate responses. Um, and I go through it and I make sure it sounds like me, And but it's much quicker than having to, to think through How I'm going to respond, uh, as well as being able to put out some some things and uh, really quickly some some new posts to to some new areas. Uh, Another area is email. Uh, We have a lot of email prompts that are based on some of you know some of those best practices. Whether it's like uh, like an AIDA framework, you know, the attention, interest, desire, action. We have several different frameworks that you can choose that will help you generate an email that's just not uh, that that actually is trying to get to like a selling email that's trying to to get somebody down to a point of making. A decision. So we can quickly help you write email subjects, uh, email bodies, uh, write product descriptions. We have a lot of people already uh, that are using us for writing things like product descriptions for their Etsy products or product descriptions uh, for their Amazon store, their Shopify store. Video. We're doing uh, a lot around scripts, uh, video ideas, coming up with ideas for videos, but also writing scripts uh, for videos. We have some really really cool stuff that's coming out soon in that space, uh, and as well as in the kind of the blog slash article space where yeah, we can help you brainstorm ideas for your blog. We can also help you come up with really good SEO headlines. We have a whole SEO section that, that makes sure you're know SEOed. We can ingest the article. If you if you are an outstanding writer and you just love writing and that's all you want to do, but you want some feedback, you can you can pump your blog post in and we can give you some feedback on some ways that, that you can improve it uh, as well as just generally, if you're not as inclined to writing, being able to write uh, the paragraph or being able to write putting paragraph or that concluding paragraph. We are, um, I didn't personally, I didn't like our ability to provide long form blog content. I didn't think we were very good at it. So I wasn't comfortable releasing it. Uh, But we are weeks away, hopefully a couple of weeks away from being able to generate really long form content. So if you came up with an idea today and you wanted to say, "Hey, let's talk about generative AI, or I want to write something about generative AI, and that's all you have to go from that idea to a completed blog post in 15 minutes is kind of our goal. And we're getting really close to that, to be able to write anywhere from a 1200 to a 2000 blog post that's really high quality. And so I think that's another thing too. We know what high quality looks like and all and so we're able to be like that just didn't hit the mark. That wasn't what we were looking for. And so, so blog, we, we do have some really good blog posts, but we're not putting things out there that, that aren't high enough quality. And then we do some other things like expanding a sentence or, summarizing content summarizing content can be really great if you find run across an article that you like and you just want to summarize it uh so then you can you, we have some things where you can summarize it to create three or four different tweets or three or four different LinkedIn posts or or things like that and so so those are we're doing a lot of different things in a lot of areas but really anywhere where you're writing content um that you want to to that you're using to try to market yourself market your brand uh we probably have uh some AI assistance there that could that can move you along quicker
0: so you are really, over the past few months, transitioning from becoming a social media dashboard to an AI marketing tool and really um, competing with the other tools out there that just focus on AI for marketing, but you also have the social media dashboard functionality. Is that is that the right way we should be looking at Tailwind now?
2: I think that's a really good way to put it. I think one of the, the, the how we feel like we may differentiate ourselves in this now is we've been doing this now for 10 years. And so we we have, um, uh, you, you mentioned the data. Uh, we have eight years of posting the Pinterest data to be able to kind of rely on and pull things in. And so we're trying to do things where we can give you a full on marketing plan, but then help you execute that plan with AI. And so, yeah, we're we're very heavily into the AI space. Um, that That's really where we're heading.
0: Yeah, pretty amazing. I, I haven't uh, jumped into the dashboard uh, of, of late. So I assume now there's a whole space that has all these places where I can uh, leverage the AI. So... For those listening that are like, I get it, you mentioned, I mean, there's just so many ways in which you can use it. And, and that's the reality of today. Take advantage of it. Where do we get started? So you mentioned using AI to brainstorm ideas. Mm-hmm. So is this for not just for marketers, is this like for, for anyone, right? Um, yeah. How would the marketer though, or, or how are your customers and when you conceived this product, how did you see it being used uh, by marketers?
2: in terms of the the idea idea generation yeah. or just yeah so uh we knew that a lot of times you're just stumped like most of our customers uh marketing is an afterthought or or they they're really great at they're a great painter or they're great you know they're great jewelry maker or they have all these different skills but marketing isn't necessarily at the top of the list and and or or even they're good at marketing but it's an and they're a procurement person and they're this and they're that. Because most of the companies that we work with are very small, like solopreneurs, very small three, four person shops that don't just have the, they don't have a full-time marketing team. And so we wanted to try to be a marketing team for them. And one of the things that that you run into at the very beginning is like, I don't even know what kind of video to make. I, I know I know I need to be on TikTok, but I don't know what kind of a TikTok video to make. Or I know, I know I should be doing a blog post or I should be posting this many, but I don't even know where to start. And so that's really where we started with, how can we help you? Generate ideas. If if you're a painter, you you you're like, hey, I knew, I have a new painting. Well, how can I write blog posts? Or you're a fashion designer, and I have I have a new clothing line that I'm launching, or I'm about to launch some swimwear for the summer, or whatever it might be. Like, how can we we take that idea and or that concept and give you a whole bunch of ideas for you to to actually start to be able to build content around it? And whether that's you just take those ideas and do it yourself, or you take those ideas and then start to incorporate it into other pieces in our our platform, uh, we wanted you to be able to to get off of kind of high center because I, I think there's this concept that people romanticize a blank page. People say, oh, well, there's endless possibilities. But the truth is a blank page stops people from doing what they need to do so often. And so we're trying to get you off of that blank page and onto the next step and actually moving forwards uh, in your your kind of marketing process. So, so that's really a lot of the thinking around how we can generate ideas quickly.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And, and actually, as you're talking, I was searching for a a photo. You're going to have to give me one second here to find uh, this tweet from this event yesterday that sort of speaks to that. It reminds me, and I think that a lot of people see AI as it's going to replace humans. It's going to sap our cap- our creativity and make us sound more like robots. But that ideation seems to be something that is the easiest way. And I think you'd agree for uh, everybody to start using AI. And, and, and the quote was from Maya Angelou, the famous poet, you can't use up creativity The more you use, the more you have. And there was an anecdote of a auto tint company that just, they were going out of business. They couldn't find customers. They didn't know what to do from a marketing perspective. They went into an AI tool for ideation. Why would people want to buy, you know, uh, auto tint? And the number one thing that came up from that was this idea that it saves your children from harmful UV rays. And they had never thought about that, even though it was right in front of them. And that became their main marketing message. And they exponentially grew their business from an idea that came from you know AI. And I think that just speaks to the potential, right? And I'm sure you'd agree um, that even ideation can have from a marketing perspective in so many different ways.
2: Yeah, I think that's, that's a fantastic story. Maybe this is a little bit of a controversial take, but I have very much don't think that AI will replace humans. I don't think AI will replace human creativity. But I do think, People who get really good with AI will replace people who aren't, because I think it's it's a I, I oftentimes liken it to like if you're playing a video game and you can put it, your experience points on different things, it's like putting all of your points on productivity because it can it can three x four x ten x your productivity. So I think people who get really good at this uh, will will actually replace people who who ignore it or or are fearful of it. I know a lot of people are, and I get it, um, but it's not going to you being fearful of it is not going to to stop. So I think everybody's got to figure out how they can fit in and, and take advantage of
0: it. It's just like the internet itself, right? Do your work now. You know, using the internet every day and then not using the internet every day—it's sort of a no-brainer. And I think this is what AI is going to become as well. So you may be afraid of it. You may want to avoid it. But think of your competitors that are using this on a daily basis. Like you know, you uh, stayed up last night for three hours just the amount of, of information and ideas and productivity that can, and content that can come as a result of that I agree wholeheartedly this is technology that's going to come after white collar jobs and not blue collar jobs right at this event I mean we only talk about marketing but in the coding space, the ability to uh, I think they, they said that um, chat GPT passed this Google, Uh, software development uh, test. Um, They would have gotten like, you know, level three, a starting salary of $180,000. So, so yeah, I think it it actually impacts the coding world more than the marketing world. Um, But clearly uh, this is technology that we should all be, I I mentioned a few weeks ago should be experimenting with. I'm now thinking this should be something we should be using uh, and use it as a competitive advantage while it still is a competitive advantage while so many are still afraid of it. So you also mentioned this concept of using AI to streamline the marketing or marketing processes. So how or what would that look like from your perspective?
2: So you, again, kind of, so what you can do, there's, there's so much, there's so much to do if you want to market effectively, especially if you're a solopreneur, it can be a little bit overwhelming. And so what, what AI can do, it can go from you generating an idea so you you mentioned the ability to to come up with with things you hadn't even thought about areas you hadn't even thought about going into and so that ideation process oftentimes that can be really complicated and take a lot of time and your energy and a lot of cognitive overhead as you're you're thinking through like how to how to come up with ideas and so ai fixes that for you it, it and it's not that ai the ai idea is the end idea in that case it was which is amazing but sometimes you see something the ai generates and it gives you another idea and so it's it's like bouncing ideas off of somebody and so you can start there with an idea, and then you can then take it through the entire pieces of uh, a typical market. And I'll just go like the concept of like long-form content and what you can do with that. So you can come up with, you come up whether it's a, a podcast like we're on right now, or it's a blog post or, or whatever long-form content you might be creating, you can use AI to come up with the ideas, to generate the, the outlines, even to generate the longer-form script or the longer-form outline that you might have for for your blog post or your article whatever you're writing uh and in, in the case of if you're doing podcasts you can use ai to come up with questions to ask like what kind of a questions you know i'm interviewing this kind of a person what kind of questions should i come up with and then from there you can use it to cre- actually create the longer form content and then you can then work backwards and you can use ai to pull out like what are the key themes uh from this longer longer piece of content like like if, if i would have thought about it neil and I, I wish i had I would have probably been using something like Otter AI or Whisper to be recording this transcript. So I could have summarized after the fact, you know, what I covered off. So I could have been like, had a great time talking to Neil this is, you know, what we, what we talked about. Can't wait for the podcast to come out because you can then take that long form content and then you can convert it into all those little pieces of content that you need. You can convert it into your tweets. You can convert it into your Instagram posts, your Pinterest pins. Uh, You you can say, well, I can do shorter videos from this for, for TikTok or, or reels or you know, whatever, you know, platform uh that, that you're on, that the Pinterest uh the idea pins, whether it's a video. And so it can go from an idea all the way out to long form content, then using that long form content all the way backwards to all those little pieces of content that are driving people back to your website or product.
0: That is a excellent summary of just the many different ways in which we can inject AI. And I think that hopefully one of those things you don't have to do all of that. I think we all start with one or two things, right? Yep. And I'll give you an example. I have a weekly newsletter, and um, I actually tried this out yesterday. But I went into ChatGPT to basically summarize the main points of, and then I just added the URL. And I'm sure if I was to use a, a Tailwind, the result would be you know even better, more fine tuned for my language, etc. But I was able to get in a few seconds. Um, and this was how to get on the For You page on TikTok blog post. I basically got a paragraph. TikTok is a fast-growing platform with lots of potential for businesses. It can be used to create content quickly and easily, target specific audiences with ads, and even conduct experiments to help measure engagement and growth. To make the most out of this platform, businesses should focus on creating original video content that resonates with the target audience, leverage influencers to give their brand more visibility, optimize their profile page with emerging vis- with engaging visuals, use analytics data to track progress in ROI of campaigns, post content strategically throughout the day, and explore creative ways to collaborate with other users on the app. That was a beautiful summary of mm-hmm. this blog post. And so how am I going to use this summary? Well, this weekly newsletter, I summarize uh, various blog posts to give people flavor as to why they may want to click on the link and, and read them. And this has now done that work for me. Will I publish that as, as is? Probably not. There are a few things I can tweak. But it's saving me a lot of time that I could spend in the beginning of the weekly newsletter where it's personal, where I talk about my experiences of the week, reflections of the week. I can now spend more time there and more energy there and less on these other more mundane tasks, especially when considering 90% of these links I'm recommending in the newsletter are not my own content. I'm sending people elsewhere of content that I liked, but this this literally is a time saver. The 10, 15, 30 minutes you save there, you can invest elsewhere in the creative process.
2: Yeah, and I'll just give you a a quick tip uh, that you might be able to use next time. And of course, to your point, I would love people to use Tailwind, but if you're not going to use Tailwind, if you're going to use ChatGPT, once you get that summary, if you were to tell it to rewrite this as and insert your your favorite well-known marketer or your favorite well-known speaker, so rewrite this as Simon Sinek, rewrite this in the voice of Gary Vaynerchuk or whomever it might be, a big enough person that it has some data on, or if you want to go more generic, rewrite this as a TED speaker or rewrite this as, uh, you know, whatever uh, uh, for copywriter, you'll get a rephrase. That'll be even one level closer to probably a finished product.
0: Very interesting. Awesome advice. Thank you very much for that. So we're, we're sort of bouncing around here and I want to get to this other idea that you had, which is, you know, this other takeaway from our conversation, which is when and how to partner with AI for maximum effectiveness. And I think we've already sort of hinted at it and I sort of showcased one idea and then you went one as the AI expert, you went one above that. And, and it gets into being able to speak to AI, which is a skill that we all need to learn uh, to get a better result. But, you know, where do we, or, you know, when and how do we start this process of, of using AI as our co-pilot of partnering with it?
2: Yeah, I think uh, to your point, I think you mentioned earlier, like it's not a matter of experimenting anymore. It's a matter of figuring out how to, to implement it. And if you want to get down, so you, you mentioned prompt engineering, which is, or prompt design, depending on who you're talking to. Some engineers get frustrated whenever you call it prompt engineering, but a lot of people call it prompt engineering. So kind of depending on where you're at, but that that concept of being able to, to ask the right questions in the right way, um, that's becoming an industry. I saw a job listing today offering $250,000 a year salary for a prompt engineer that somebody was hiring, which is, it blew my mind. But uh that's it's a complicated thing but if you want to go down that path there are a lot of ways to figure out how to to learn and you just Google prompt engineering jump out on LinkedIn find some of those those prompt engineering chat GPT groups or you partner with somebody like uh, a Jasper or a copy AI or a tailwind um and then you don't have to query so much you don't uh, you don't have to understand like all the different ways to to talk to the AI um and uh because it's, it's a little complicated not not that you I think anybody listening could absolutely learn it and could absolutely figure it out, but maybe it's not something that they're interested in or they want to spend the time doing. And if, if you don't, I would think right away start start finding finding a platform that you like, that you trust, that you think has um, you know, your best interests in mind and 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 figure out how you can start implementing uh, those into your your uh product because or your your kind of marketing um marketing cadence or, or your marketing systems. Because there is not a single marketing system that I'm aware of from SEO, and that'd be an interesting conversation to what well, to search when all this goes, but from SEO to uh you know to making sure uh from ideation to creating content to SEOing the content to make sure you're going to be found on various platforms and videos. There's not a single piece of marketing that you can't improve with AI, um, that you can't shortcut with AI, that you can't use AI as an assistant or somebody to bounce ideas off of. And I say somebody like it's a person, and you start to feel like you're almost talking with a person. Oftentimes, whenever you're you're kind of conversing, um, in these ways, and so uh, I would just think if I if I if it were me and I owned a company and I I was a small business, and I was you know selling products or selling a or some kind of a uh, selling some kind of a platform. If I had a brick and mortar store, whatever it might be, I would be thinking, what am I doing for marketing now, and how can I incorporate that? Uh, how can I use AI to, to speed that up, to to give me more time to either do something else or give me more time, oftentimes, to do more marketing? You know, I know, I know a lot of people that we work with, they set aside a day a week or four hours uh, a week, half a day to do all of their marketing. Now, instead of doing, maybe instead of doing the four hours of marketing you're doing, you partner with AI and all of a sudden you're getting 16 hours, you're getting four. So you're getting t- two days worth of work for your four hours you're putting in. So I think wherever your marketing is, wherever you're feeling successful today, jump in there first. And then one thing that we talk about at Tailwind all the time is you need to expand your channels because you don't own, uh, you rent your audience, really. Unless you're talking about an email list, it's a little different. But when you're talking about, you're, you're beholden, everybody, everybody talks about the algorithms, right? You're beholden to the algorithms. And so it's really nice to have your, your content across multiple social media platforms. And so I think what this does, you might be a Pinterest expert, but this allows you now to take some of that content and put it on Twitter, to put it on Facebook, to put it on Instagram, and really expand out. Uh, where you're putting your social media, so one, hopefully that generates uh, a lot more incoming, uh, a lot more incoming uh, leads and and sales, hopefully for you. But two, it also reduces your platform risk significantly. Uh, if there's an algorithm change in one place or another, you don't have all your eggs in one basket. And I think that's one thing that AI really does is allow you to really spread out across multiple platforms quickly.
0: Yeah, a few of the messages from the conference yesterday. One definitely was don't focus on AI just to create more content. Focus on the ideation. Uh, you know, on the one hand, and distribution on the other, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I do want to hit on that point about uh, SEO. What is that site um, that developers often use? The, the biggest site, the forum where they go looking for like coding problems, or Stack ex- Stack Exchange,
2: or Stack Overflow,
0: or Stack Overflow. One of those Stack sites Overflow, yeah. Where since the since the emergence of Chat GPT, they said that their month to month traffic has been dropping fifteen percent every month because developers are finding answers on chat GPT. And I think this speaks to the message yesterday was in a different angle. The same thing you were saying is you need to mitigate your risk by uh, being on other channels uh, yeah. and leveraging every channel that is available. And I think with SEO, I can see a scenario, Greg, and I wanna ask your opinion as well, where search is done using chat GPT technology, whether it's on Bing or using Google Bard or whatever happens, You know, a few years from now, that is going to be a percentage of searches. And those searches are using our technology that we're creating, our content, but there's obviously no attribution to the source. There's no link. And therefore, that doesn't generate traffic. So is this a world where three years from now, we're going to be talking about how do we influence the chat GPT results so that our technology comes up, our product name comes up? Uh, combined with the fact that search engine traffic will will peak and sort of decline. What what is your your take on, on where this is going?
2: Yeah, and again, I may be overly opinionated here, but I have some pretty strong opinions. I, oh,
0: I want to hear this, yeah.
2: Yeah, we work really closely with Microsoft. Microsoft's a really great partner with Tailwind. And so we get we get to talk to some of the people and get some of the inside scoop. And Microsoft right now is estimating that in two years, search traffic will drop by 50%. Uh, so the, and so then that will be replaced by chat. Now, Microsoft is trying to use this to try to take a massive swing at Google. Basically, what Google did to Microsoft, Microsoft is trying to do to Google. And I don't think that's wrong. I think that's probably where we're heading. I think what we'll see, you mentioned influencing some of the 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 large language models, the GPT models uh, in the future. I think we'll see a, a few things. I think I think we'll see much more of a turn back towards audience building. Um, and, and trying to create your, your own people. I think email lists will explode as people will not necessarily want their their secret sauces or their their ways to, to be gobbled up by these these large language models. Uh, we'll see a lot, I think, of, of email lists growing. Um, I think we'll see more walled gardens, more, more subscriptions, more communities uh, built in, whether you're using some type of a software or you're using a, a Facebook group or whatever it might be. I think I think that's what we'll see a lot of people move to to try to figure out how to continue to to um, put out good quality content, but not get it gobbled up by these these big, big models. Um, And and I I think if I were reliant today on SEO uh, to drive the vast majority of my business, I wouldn't be worried, but I'd be very aware that I need to start doing some things differently, because if Microsoft's right, half of your traffic is going to go away over the next couple of years. And. There are ways. that There are absolute ways to mitigate that by, to your point, getting on some of these other platforms, becoming experts in in some of these different uh, social medias, wherever where people are looking to you as an expert. But I, I think it goes back to providing value. It always. That's where it always goes back to, right? Uh, I, I go back old old days of you know where keyword stuffing and and tone on tone text and all the you know stuffing keywords and images and those kinds of things that we in the alt text of images and those kinds of things we used to do to try to trick Google. But in the end, it, it always goes back to just providing value and providing value for your customer. And I think, I think that will become much more uh, prevalent over the next few years. As you can't necessarily just rely on ranking well in in Google or or, or Bing or wherever it might be to drive traffic. And that that won't go away uh, completely, but it will drop dramatically. And so, how can you provide value in other areas? And I think you can use AI to go out and create more content in other areas, but also. Doing things like creating, uh, really cultivating that email list. You mentioned you have an email list uh, that goes out. I think those those are really where you'll be able to to differentiate and and drive traffic. And so uh, that's where I'd be thinking. I'd I'd be thinking SEO will not go away, but it's going to become much less uh, a chunk of the traffic that you're used to. And so where do you get that traffic from? Can you direct people from other social networks? Can you grow your email list? Can you write eBooks or whatever it might be? All that you can help doing um, AI like. I, I personally know several people that are making really solid uh, wages, basically just using AI to write e- ebooks in areas they're experts in. And to your point, like I'm not just going to take this straight out, but I'm going to get a really good outline. I'm going to go back through and edit it, check it for content. One thing that maybe everybody should be aware of is is I think one of the better terms I've turned is AI sometimes will hallucinate. Uh, and that just means it'll make junk up. Uh, and it may not be accurate, but if you're if you're an expert in the space or at least knowledgeable in the space, you can correct those things and really grow. And So that's where I think I would be heading if if I were if I were heavily relying on 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 SEO traffic, search engine traffic, I'd be very much looking how can I grow my audience in, in other areas.
0: Yeah, I think that that's really awesome advice. I I, I don't know about you know going down my fifty percent because I I do think we're seeing an explosion in people using AI to generate ideas but they might not have been searching for that in the first place. We might not have used a search engine for ideation, right? So you're seeing this, definitely the explosion in, in the use is going up, um, but definitely it, it is going to take a chunk. And does it mean you don't need web copy? Well, if someone, if you're an e-commerce store, someone's on your website, you definitely want to showcase your expertise in them anyway, right? So right. there's still going to be uh, some of this needed, but but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, how Google fights back because they have the ability to, they just sat on this technology apparently for a few years um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely evolving and, uh, I, I appreciate your, your advice that don't, don't change what you're doing, but be aware of it and start to, once again, as was talked about yesterday, demitigate that risk by looking at all these other channels and, um, yeah. and providing value. And that's at the end of the game, we're, we're fighting for the hearts of people, right? That's right. That's exactly it. Awesome. Well, Greg, this has been a really awesome conversation that I think is going to help a lot of people. Obviously, you know, I'm an affiliate partner of Tailwind, so that affiliate link is going to be in the uh, in the show notes. And I hope that people, if they haven't looked at Tailwind before, because I think just like people think of LinkedIn just for job search, some people think Tailwind's only for Pinterest where you have evolved way beyond that. Um, and with AI even further beyond that in a very, very short time. So uh, Greg, where can people uh, go to find out you know more about you, more about what Tailwind's doing with AI?
2: Yeah, so I would just say, as far as me, uh, LinkedIn is probably the best place to go. If somebody wants to hit me up on LinkedIn, Anytime, I'm always I'm always happy. It's just Greg Starling. uh You'll find me. You shoot me an email. That's always fine. Greg at TailwindApp.com. Uh, jump on Tailwind. You mentioned you're going to have an affiliate link. uh Go there. The, uh, what we call our tool internally is Ghostwriter. And so, um if you want to go, you can search Tailwind Ghostwriter. It'll come up. We've seoed of that. There's SEO still important. And so, Tailwind Ghostwriter, uh, and it does a whole whole lot of work for you. So yeah, just jump out there, see what it's doing, and and. And use, use your affiliate link so that way uh, you get credit for, for introducing people to what I think is a really cool technology. I'm very, very proud of it. Like I mentioned earlier, we're not rolling out anything that I don't – that I wouldn't use personally. My wife runs a small business that she doesn't use herself. We're not rolling out anything that I feel is not really, really high quality. And so please check it out. And I, I say this, and, and I mean it wholeheartedly. Test us against the competitors. Test us against just a generic chat GPT. Could all these places have free trials. See what fits you, and see see what results you feel like are, are giving you the best. I'm very very biased, and so uh, I, you, I think everybody would know where I stand. But I would I, I think it's really important that people get out, test it against some other people, see what fits you, your style, and uh, and choose one because you need to choose something because your competitors are.
0: Yeah, and this goes to the the conclusion of today, which is you you need an AI strategy, even a company like Tailwind had an AI strategy, implemented it, and and you can see what's happened. So uh, every one of us needs to, to think. And and I also appreciate that advice that they are not all the same. The, the original data might be the same, but the way it's being implemented in the variety of natural language processing models and which ones you choose for what prompt, the technology is going to evolve even further so that I assume there's going to be further differentiation six months from now in terms of how you perform compared to the competitors. So if you haven't jumped on the AI, check out Tailwind. If you have check out Tailwind. And uh, Greg, uh, thank you once again for your time today.
2: I very much appreciate it, thanks for the invite. All right, I hope you enjoyed
0: that interview. Uh, My conversation with Greg actually kept on going even after that interview ended. It sounds like Tailwind is also working a lot with Microsoft, as you can imagine, being a big investor in OpenAI. And their strength as a platform is that they've been in social media. They've been in visual social media. So you can imagine the unique IP that they have. And I'm really excited about what investments they're going to continue to roll out and the refinements and enhancements they're going to make in that tool. So if you're looking for a tool to get started, definitely check out neilshafercom tailwind. Look for the link in the show notes as well. Next week, we're going to have another interview. Uh, as I mentioned in episode number 307. Uh, I normally go solo, then interview, solo, interview. I went two solos in a row because I thought it was important to share with you that uh, information from the conference. And then I literally interviewed Greg just like two days later after the conference. So I thought it would be a great time to publish this episode as well. Next week, we go back to another interview and then it'll be back to me solo. I don't know how much AI is going to appear in this content going forward. These are some initial thoughts, initial uh, ways that I think it can benefit you today by listening in. But as always, this podcast is for you. I want to hear your feedback. If you have any ideas, opinions, things you want me to talk about, guests you want me to have on the show, reach out, Neil at neilshafer.com. Ping me anywhere on social media. I am Neil Schaefer, the real Neil, N-E-A-L, S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R. And well, if you're a real fan, let me know by sharing a review or even a little five-star linkety click. Um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really, really helps the show get found by more people, which, well, there's a network effect, just like with any AI tool. There is a network effect with podcast listening as well. And I would just appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. So that's it, everybody. For another episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast, I look forward to continuing our conversation next week and in between then on the socials. Until next time, keep your eye on the goal, be an option. This is Your Digital Marketing Coach, Neil Schaefer. Signing
1: off. You've been listening to your digital marketing coach. Questions, comments, requests?